what is going to happen with the X-Men in 2024? There's some rumors going around. And I wasn't going to tackle these rumors because they're just rumors. A couple of people are saying that they started off on Reddit, that they were just made up. I can't verify that. I did go to some of my sources and I asked, hey, what do you think about this rumored list? And they were like, it's true. And then another source was like, well, it's not all not true. <laughs> so I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know about these rumors circling about the X-Men comics in 2024. I can give some speculation that I think is sure, you know, going to happen. We can talk about some of the news that's sort of confirmed out there. But, you know, one thing I'm going to tell you that I think is absolutely for sure, and this is something a source did kind of like tell me, which is the X office, as we know it, is going to be overcome, rise and fall. That's it. The Krakoan age is ending. A lot of the creatives are just not coming back. Apparently, none, not, not many people are happy with Tom Brevoort taking over the X-Books. I, I don't think the X-Books can get any worse than they are right now, if we're going to be quite honest. I mean, there's just a general lack of interest. And when I was talking to a contact, I said something to the effect of, oh, I can't believe the Krakoan age is going to be ending with such a lackluster crossover. And the source was just like, no, 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 no. I mean, this is Dugan and this is Girian Jillen. They're not going out lackluster. And I'm like, I don't know. There's no hype. The story themselves, they may think it's over the top and amazing, but there is absolutely no hype right now for the X books for none of them. And you know, I like Kieran Gillen quite a bit. I, I liked his Young Avengers. I liked Generation Hope. I loved the Extinction Team. But those did not end in any big, epic sort of way. Maybe Young Avengers. I'll give you Young Avengers Volume 2. Volume 2 of Young Avengers, I think, ended quite fun. I think it was a nice, big, epic story. But his Extinction um, Team during the Utopian era, it kind of went out with a whimper. And Generation Hope, I mean, that book just faded away i mean how did it end did it end even with him where it was like hope talking to the five lights and they're like you're a good person hope summer's nothing's ever going to change that and it cuts to a photo of dark phoenix in a file something like that i personally like that on a on a personal level because at the time we were still thinking hope was somehow related to gene you know by the Phoenix, not just, you know, through Cable and the Summers family. We thought that Gene and Hope had a connection independent of that. But so I'm going to disagree. I, I don't think the Krakoan age is going to end in anything major. Again, the way I would have ended the Krakoan age, and we talked about this for years already at this point, I would have brought in Hickman back to the books. I would have had Hickman tell a Secret War style event with all the 10 lives of Moira kind of converging and somehow reinstating the timeline. But, you know, I think it's safe to assume that X-Men 97 will be coming out in 2024. We just got the Wave 2 announcement from Hasbro. It came out on Marvel.com the day before, so Marvel.com was ahead of the news. <laughs> so I think it's safe to assume that we are going to be getting X-Men 97 
next year. And with Tom Brevoort leading a reboot, I think it's also safe to assume that we're going to go back to a more traditional approach to the X-Men, which they're in the mansion, and there are various different teams. Now, listen, I am a major fan of the mansion. I love the mansion. Me, To me, the X-Men are school. They are found family. They're an outcast as in a world that fears and hates them, and they will defend mankind against evil mutants. They will they will fight government hunting sentinels. That's the version of the X-Men I will always love because I grew up in the 90s. However, the idea of being an outcast, especially in today's society, has sort of evolved and I think Krakoa has been a wonderful thing for the X-Men IP. So even though I personally that I personally, Dayspring, want the X-Men to go back to the mansion. I acknowledged them going back to the mansion after Krakoa is not the best move ever. And, you know, the tea I have gotten, and I have shared it again before, uh, before on this podcast, is that the higher-ups, they do not like Krakoa. And by the higher-ups, I mean Kevin Feige and his team, right? So Kevin Feige is like COO of Marvel Comics now. So he kind of oversees all the creatives. Kevin Feige and the higher-ups at Marvel Studios just do not like Krakoa at all. They want Krakoa gone. And originally, Krakoa was going to remain in place as a setting while the X-Men went back to the mansion. But the order has come down officially that Krakoa needs to go away. It needs to go away so hard that there's no possibility of it ever coming back. I know. I hate it. I hate that. Biggest mistake ever. I mean, listen, in like 10, 15 years, they'll probably resurrect it somehow, right? It's comic books. Just wave your hand. But, you know, the tea that I've heard is that Jordan D. White is gone and, you know, gone from the X-Men books. I don't think gone from Marvel, but gone from the X-Books. And a lot of the writers are just, and creatives are just not going to be coming back. So they're cleaning house in the X-Men office. And we're going to get a new approach to the X-Men. And I would assume to align itself with X-Men 97, which I've said it before on this podcast. Again, this is just me repeating things over and over again. In Bo DeMaio, we trust i think x-men 97 is going to revitalize the x-men franchise in the way that hickman was able to revitalize the x-men franchise via the comic books i think we're going to get a wonderful series and the comics are going to want to follow suit with that at the very least we know marvel studios likes to make sure that they lead how the comic books are and i always think it should be the opposite i think the comic books should be leading how the movies and any other adaptations are but that's fine that is fine. I mean, listen, we saw that success in the 90s with the Jim Lee era X-Men, right? The Jim Lee era X-Men launched in the comics, and we got the X-Men anime series, and we got a plethora of video games and action figures of that era. So I don't know why if you're Kevin Feige and the higher-ups at Marvel, and you would say, well, because we did this in the MCU, we are going to make sure that the comics reflect that. It's like, no, let the comics be the thing that leads to charge for you guys. But I will say that, you know, Hawksbox and that first wave of X-Men books for the House of X era were probably the best a series or this era was ever going to have because the books are just not good right now. I know a lot of retailers are out there saying that when you, you know, remove the variant ratio numbers, Marvel has fallen like 20% in terms of sales and that the only thing keeping the direct market and retailers afloat are 
pops <laughs> and anything geek related in terms of culture and you know that's that's upsetting that there's been such a dip in comic book reading i mean i think a lot of retailers are you know reporting on that i mean i know this is sort of a contentious red button issue right now but i'm telling you i'm seeing it on a personal like ground level with power of x-men a lot of wednesday warriors they're not reading the x-men books i'm only going to speak for x-men books a lot of people i know have dropped off the books they came back for the hellfire gala this year and they had a nice media halo for the X-Men and readers, but they quickly dropped off. And a lot of it has to do with these crossovers that go nowhere. Judgment Day, Sins of Sinister, absolutely has gone nowhere. And you're expecting people to read, you know, 30 plus issues of a crossover that's going to have absolutely no consequences. So, you know, that's the only thing I can say. I know a lot of Wednesday Warriors, specifically just for X-Men, have just sort of tapped out and they're just going to wait and see what's going to happen in the future with the X-Men books and they'll come back. Oh, you know, and also the way we read comics right now is so incredibly different than the way we used to, right? Right now you can just hop onto Wikipedia and catch up on everything like that. But in the nineties and early aughts, I would say even up until AVX, you had to go into the comic book store and read things as they happen if you wanted to be up to date. And we talked about this with Zeb Wells on the podcast a couple of years ago. I love this story so much, which is he was talking about why it's so special to be a comic book reader, you know, growing up and why a lot of these characters are so precious to some of us older readers, which was because we would have to go to the comic book store and we would have to pray that they had an issue that we wanted in a larger crossover. And oftentimes we would just pick up issue number three of a crossover and not know what happened in the first two issues. And then we'd have to go to the counter and ask people what happened. And we would act like little archaeologists and sort of piece together the story. I say this all the time, which is I remember trying to understand Madeline Pryor. And the only thing I had about Madeline Pryor when I was probably in like fifth, sixth grade was a little trading card, the Fleer Ultra trading cards with a little bio about Madeline Pryor. And then going to my comic book store and picking up one issue of Inferno and slowly piecing a complex character like Madeline together. It That's why Madeline means so much to me. And then reading that she came back with Nate Gray and I'm like, oh, what do you mean? She's back, you know? So. The way we read comics now, is it's extremely different. You can download anything onto an app, and you can go on Wikipedia if you so choose. And also, in fairness to Kevin Feige and the higher-ups, you talk to these young kids out there today, which if you would have asked me back in like 1995, am I a big X-Men fan? I'd be like, yes, I read the comics. I watch the cartoon. Now, when you ask people, are you like a Marvel fan? They're like, yes, I love the movies. No one reads the comics. We read the comics. We collected the trading cards, but no one now, a lot of the younger audiences, I would say predominantly just watch the movies and that's it. Yeah. And we're kind of seeing that with even Hasbro right now. A lot of the people who collect Marvel Legends are people in their 30s and 40s, these legacy readers. And that's great. Listen, give me Age of Apocalypse Waves as much, as much as you possibly can. But I am curious what happens to these younger audiences. Like, where, where are they? Are they ever going to come? Are they going to be collectors in 20 years from now? Are they going to be the ones collecting Marvel Legends? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I remember being a little kid and calling up Toys R Us and trying to hunt 
down, you know, Phoenix, the Toy Biz 5-inch Phoenix, trying to hunt down Rogue, trying to hunt down Storm, trying to hunt down Quicksilver and the light-up series Psylocke. I don't see that with kids. I mean, do they just pre-order things? I don't know. I can tell you, I just don't see it at the comic book stores. I don't see it with collecting legends. I don't. I always see people around my age. But anyways, we can rant all day. There are rumors out there for the X-Men in 2024. And let's read them. Again, I have no meaningful insight tea on this other than some people have said, no, yes, kind of true. And that the X office as we know it is just going to be completely changed. A lot of the creatives are exiting and wake of Tom Prevort coming in. So, you know, that's the only thing that's solid. And I think it's pretty clear that we are going to get an X-Men 97 influence on the comics. So that's the only, only strong T I have. Everything else, we're just going to be speculating here. And by the way, the reason why, and, and just to say this is very clear, the reason why we don't have solid T is because I remember a couple of weeks ago, they were still deciding, I asked the source what's going on with Krakoa. They were like, they're still deciding. They don't know if they want to keep Krakoa, if they want Krakoa to go away. So the reason why everything is so up in the air is because the ex-office still is figuring out what they're going to be doing next year. And that's fine. I hope it's good. I hope we are here in six months and we're like, these books are the best they've ever been. You know, I want to say in Tom Prevort we trust, but I don't know if we'll say in Tom Prevort we trust. It's kind of hard to let go over the form spring era with him. I mean, he was pretty harsh on X-Men fans, specifically Gene fans. During the 2010s, 2013, you know, era of reading comics, he was not very nice to comic to to, to X Men fans. So, you know, I hope I hope we get really great iconic stories. I also think, and I forgot to mention this. I can't believe I forgot to mention this. I think we are going to get an influence of Deadpool Wolverine. Why wouldn't you? It's Wolverine's 50th anniversary. Hasbro's pushing a 50th anniversary of Wolverine. And we have Deadpool 3 coming. And Deadpool 3 has created so much hype on the internet. I will say you would be ridiculous not to lean into Deadpool and Wolverine in the comics. But why don't we go into it? Okay. So, again, this is just... These are grainy screenshots that have been sent to me by multiple people. So... You know, people are telling me this originated on Reddit. I have not been able to verify it. I have looked. I don't know where it's where these rumors originated from. Leave them in the comments if you know. But either way, let's speculate and let's read them. Okay. By the end of Rise of the Powers of Ten, Xavier, Emma, Apocalypse, Destiny, Moira, and Sync, and all four Sinisters will be gone. Despite the title, The Resurrection of Magneto will not actually resurrect Magneto. Cyclops and Jean will also be retired as characters for the foreseeable future following some Phoenix stuff. Classic Beast will return and will reopen the Xavier School. Lore will be the primary Wolverine again. Logan will feature in Deadpool team-up book. No references to Krakoa, Arako, or Orcus going forward. Magic will do another heel turn and be positioned as the next big bad of the franchise. Big roles for Iron Man, Miss Marvel, Deadpool, and Jubilee. Okay, so by the end of the rise of the powers of 10, Xavier, Emma, Apocalypse, Destiny, Moira, Sink, and all four Sinisters will be gone. Okay, 
I do believe Moira is going to be gone 100%. Like, get her off the table. I don't know why you would get Apocalypse gone, though, because Apocalypse has been gone. Even though he started off strong in the Krakoan era, he has been largely absent. Xavier and Emma? I don't know. If you're going to go back to classic X-Men, have Xavier and Emma there. You know what I mean? That would be wonderful to have Xavier and Emma at the forefront. Same with Destiny. I mean, Destiny just got resurrected a couple of years ago. Why would she be gone? And Sync, I don't I don't know why you would get rid of Sync. I, I love Sync as a character. I feel like he's just taking off finally. All four Sinisters will be gone. That's fine. I think everything going on with Sinister is so muddled and complicated. Even me as an X-Men fan, I'm just like, I, I'm done with Sinister. It's too complicated. On one panel, he's Dr. Stasis. On another panel, he's a creepy geneticist. On another, he's this eccentric scientist. He's cloning. He's murdering the Hellions. I don't. There's too much going on with Sinister. He's a clone. He has DNA of Thunderbird. It's Two all over the place with Sinister. So if you're going to wipe the slate clean with Sinister and give us something better, great. Despite the title, the resurrection of Magneto will not actually resurrect Magneto. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I am not a fan of resurrecting Magneto. I wasn't a fan of killing him off in the first place. Why would you Why would you kill off a character? This is the problem with Krakoan Age. Why would you editorially, as an editor, approve the death of character if you live in a world where death has been solved for these characters, but you have gone out of your way to tell the readers that death doesn't matter anymore, that characters can be resurrected, and then just go out of your way to to have him murdered, killed, excuse me, to have him killed, and then to bring him back a year later. It makes no sense. There's no dramatic beats on it. So maybe it won't really be Magneto. Fine, short. Sure. I don't care. I think it's a ridiculous story. And the fact that you're giving that you're going to make us read four issues of that. I'm waiting for Marvel Unlimited for that. Thank you. Next Cyclops and Jean will be retired as characters for the foreseeable future following Phoenix stuff. I mean, we know the Phoenix is bleeding out in X-Men Eternal. It's X-Men Forever, X-Men Eternal. <laughs> I'm forgetting the title, but we have seen Jean Lane. I'm forgetting the title. That is a that should be a red flag for Marvel editorial that I even forgot the title of this of this book if it's eternal or forever but the one where Jean is laying in the snow and the phoenix is bleeding out from her not a good thing and I'm a huge Jean fan so will Jean and Cyclops be retired I don't know why would you retire them? I, I don't. Again, on one hand, people are saying that we're going back to the basics. And then on the other, you're telling me Gene, Cyclops, Emma, and Xavier, and Destiny are all going to be off the table. That doesn't make any sense to me. It, it doesn't. I'm not saying it's not right, but I'm not, I'm not saying it's not going to happen. But I would say this is obviously a misfire. So. Classic Beast will return and reopen the Xavier School. Well, yeah, I think in X-Force, it's been alluded to that a pre-Rakoan, earlier version of Beast will be resurrected because he only has his protocols up until when he was BFFs with Wonder Man. And we know Wonder Man's going to be in X-Force. We'll return and reopen the Xavier School. You know what happened last time? Beast reopened the Xavier School. We got the Here Comes Tomorrow timeline where everything was destroyed and everything went into ruins and Sublime possessed Beast. So let's see. Laura will be the primary Wolverine again. I, I, listen, 
Much like Peter Parker and Miles Morales, I love having Laura and Logan as Wolverine. I am 100% fine that both characters share that title. I think Laura as Wolverine looks amazing. I love Logan. I love both characters. So I don't need one character to be the primary Wolverine, just like I don't need one character to be the primary Spider-Man. I love having Miles and Peter. I love having Laura and Wolverine. I think the characters worked great together. Laura is one of those characters that has landed so well with X-Men fans. Give her give her more to do. Get rid of Talon, though. I think I will say with Talon, it kind of like dilutes, you know, the character being around and takes away from her being so special. So I would just make sure that you just keep present day Laura. Logan will feature in a Deadpool team up book, which would make sense because Hugh Jackman is going to be coming back as Wolverine and all the hype is going into Deadpool three. No references to Krakoa, Arako and Orcus going forward. As I just said, I have heard that they want the higher ups want Krakoa and Arako, Orcus all gone, completely gone, completely wiped the slate clean. Never wants to hear up from them ever again. Magic will do another heel turn and be positioned as the next big bad of the franchise. Hey, I'm all for it. There's only so many times Gene can go Dark Phoenix, right? <laughs> so just give us Ileana as the big bad. Big roles for Iron Man, Miss Marvel, Deadpool, and Jubilee. Why would you give Iron Man a big role? Listen, Kamala is obviously a mutant in the MCU. She is now a mutant in the comics. They have done a huge push for Kamala. I would just say the Marvel's tanked. Her show is the least watched Disney Plus show out there. Do you want to push her on the Xbooks? I I love Kamala, as I have said before, endlessly on this podcast. This episode is just like my best hits in terms of opinions. I love Kamala very much, but I love her in a solo book. I love her as the leader of the champions. I love her as a fangirl with the Avengers. I don't, I don't, I'm not feeling this vibe with her being part of the X-Men and especially pushing her on the X-Books in this final chapter. That's precious panel time that you could give to another character like Doug Ramsey, who has played a major role in the X-Books during the Krakoan age. That's another time, another panel time you could give to Quanin. You could give it to so many other characters that have contributed to the X-Men during this era. Why are we coming in and shoehorning Miss Marvel into the story? Just like just like at the end of Messiah, the Messiah Complex saga, they shoehorned the Avengers in there with AVX. It's like really the Avengers are coming in to hijack the extinction story. No, no, not I'm just not for it. Not for it. Okay. Here's the second half of the rumors with a breakdown of the titles and the creatives with a little bit more information and we can go through it. The new X-Men titles are working titles, which means they're subject to change. Oh. Um, but the main characters are spelled out in the titles to fortify the strategic direction described above. Our source asserts this is a core list of titles of the Revort era. Okay. Uncanny X-Men, written by Gail Simone, and it's a Jubilee-led team. I I love Gail Simone, so if she's going to be writing Uncanny X-Men, great. I have a friend who said that this that sh it's somehow been confirmed that Gail Simone is going to be writing Uncanny X-Men, someone who's not part of the industry. They just told me that it was confirmed. I haven't seen that confirmation come in, 
I looked. I didn't see anything concrete or solid. So if it's confirmed that Gail Simone's going to be run, riding Uncanny X-Men, welcome, Gail Simone. Very happy to have you. Love you as a writer. Please come. Give us a good Uncanny X-Men. Jubilee-led team. There are certain characters that I just don't think work as leaders, right, of the team. I'm not saying that they can't have leadership-style roles, but I just always picture Jubilee as sort of this misfit, goes-against-the-grain kind of character, right? This is why Wolverine leading the Xavier School. This is why Wolverine being headmaster of the Xavier Institute doesn't really work because you need someone like Jean or Cyclops or Storm or Xavier to be in the role of headmaster, not Wolverine. Wolverine is the one who pops the claws, it goes out there, drinks his beer, and is an and is a morally great character. Much like Jubilee, I will say she still reads very young to me. I know she has been a vampire. I know she's been a mom. I know she has presumably graduated from her Generation X days. But Jubilee, for me, will always be that misfit on the team who kind of comes in, is seasoned, and is seasoned and thinks she knows better, but still hasn't quite stepped up to that leadership role. Maybe this is the journey we would have her. I will say, as written by Gail Simone, I can see Gail Simone writing a really good Jubilee. But you have to, if you're going to tell me Jubilee is going to be a leader, you're going to have to explain why the fuck she was pointing up the, at the sky at Nimrod coming to stomp on her. And she's like, look, a shooting star. I have no faith in Jubilee as a leader because of that scene. So, mm. But let's see. Listen. If you're going to give me Gail Simone writing Uncanny X-Men and Jubilee is going to be at the center of that story, I'm here for it. I've never truly loved Jubilee as a character until she was in Generation X. That's probably where I really started loving the character. I liked her in the anime series, but as an adult, when I've gone back and reread some of her stories, I'm like, wow, Jubilee is kind of Kind of a brat. Like, during the Phalanx Covenant, she told Emma Frost. What did she tell Emma Frost? She's here like, hey, Frosty, are you worried that we're going to die just like your previous students, the Hellions? I'm like, Jubilee, you do not talk to Emma Frost like that. And Jubilee in the 90s very much reads to me like a Bart Simpson-style character on the team, which is great. Again, Bart Simpson-style character on the team is a fantastic role to have, but it's not a leadership role. Just my opinion. Next title is Iron Man and the X-Men, written by Dan Slott, described as X-Men as Avengers. I would be surprised if this was real. Iron Man and the X-Men, written by Dan Slott. First of all, Dan Slott didn't even want to play nice with the X-Office with Franklin Richards. So now he's going to come in and have Iron Man and the X-Men. This, to me... Is disastrous if you do Iron Man and the X-Men. I will tell you, I think this is really, really bad. I would not do this. This is an obvious cash grab, a la trying to hitch their wagon onto the Avenger star. Please do not do this. I don't really have an opinion on Dan Slott as a writer. I've read his stories. I've been okay with it. I happen to think that Superior Spider-Man was actually a very fun time in the Spider-Man books. We knew Peter Parker wasn't going to stay dead and Otto wasn't going to be in Peter's body forever. So I think there was a lot of like anxiousness during that era. But when I go back and read the books and, and as I was reading them, I was I was okay with them. I liked them very much. But I him taking Franklin and not making Franklin a mutant left a really bad taste in my mouth. So, 
you know, Iron Man and the X-Men. Let's see where they go. This next title makes perfect sense to me, by the way, which is Deadpool and the X-Men. Yes, I do believe that Marvel would pull something like this, Deadpool and the X-Men. And so it also reads here, all Deadpool and X-Force books pitched and developed by Rob Liefeld. I don't know what bandwidth Liefeld has. I can see Liefeld coming back for a Deadpool and the X-Men book. The other ones are Uncanny Deadpool, Deadpool and Wolverine, all new Wolverine, Uncanny X-Force, and Dark X-Force. That is a lot of Deadpool, Wolverine, and X-Force there. Will they do something like that? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. That seems like overkill. This seems like an obvious no to me, especially since Prevort said that there weren't going to be that many X-Books right out the gate, but that it will slowly build you know to a, a large number of books because that is what the market you know an editorial pnl sort of need in order for it to sustain itself so i can definitely see them do multiple books but i think they would diversify it a little bit deadpool and the x-men i can see kind of like a deadpool joins you know a deadpool with the x-men having these crazy adventures i can honestly see that i can also see an uncanny deadpool one shot yes absolutely absolutely deadpool and wolverine if yes i this is the one that i for sure will see happen i i think it will happen deadpool and wolverine this this makes most sense to me especially given all the hype with deadpool 3 all new Wolverine. The question would be: Is it Hugh Jack? <laughs> Hugh Jackman? Is it Logan Wolverine or Laura Wolverine? I would do honestly a story with both Wolverines. Uncanny X Force and Dark X Force. Dark X Force doesn't make sense because X Force is supposed to be essentially Dark X Men. They're supposed to be the grittier version of X Men, the ones who don't really succumb to Xavier's morals and are just going to do the crazy stuff and be morally gray. So. Uncanny X-Force and Dark X-Force, that seems like it would cancel itself out. That seems like an, a flat-out note to me. All these books presumably are pitched and developed by Rob Liefeld. I don't think so. I think Rob Liefeld will return to the X-Books. He did have an episode of his podcast where he talked about the current state of X-Men books and why the Krakoan age hasn't really landed and why they need to go back to the mansion and be outcast again. So I can see Rob Liefeld sort of drumming things up for his return into the X-Men books and probably do one or two books, but I don't think he's going to be doing one, two, three, four, five. I don't think he's going to be responsible for six books, right? That would make him like a head of X, like a Jonathan Hickman style figure, and I just don't see that happening. I really, I just don't. I don't see that happening, but I would like, I know this is contentious familia, don't come for my tracks, I would like to see Rob Liefeld come and do one or two books. I would be okay with a Deadpool and Wolverine or Deadpool and the X-Men book done by Rob Liefeld. I would be okay with that. But I think six titles, I, I don't believe that. And if it's true, I'm going to say that is overkill. Next ones are Miss Marvel and the New Mutants, written by Rainbow Rowell. School book, all new characters. Miss Marvel and the New Mutants. I don't know. And then the next one would be Uncanny Miss Marvel, written by Nadia Shamas. 
I honestly don't know. I, I really don't know that. That to me doesn't make the perfect sense. Again, I say that with a lot of respect. I just don't think, listen, I, I think you've already kind of leaned into Miss Marvel and Listen, you've already leaned into Miss Marvel. You already have her miniseries that Iman Vellani is writing right now. I one, I would have Iman Vellani continue writing the series, you know, it, it, depending on sales. But I would have Iman Vellani continue writing the series, going out and promoting this character because Iman Vellani is perfect casting, and her writing comics, I think, is really fun. I don't think the story is really good. Don't get me wrong, but I think in terms of PR and generating awareness for the character, I think that's great. But also. Again, for reasons we just discussed, the character of Miss Marvel is not landing with the larger masses. Now, I know she's already part of the X-Men family. What are you going to do, discard her? No, of course not. She's a great character. But I don't think giving her two titles is going to be the answer. And then so other rumors are talking about that there's going to be an X-Factor book. There's going to be a Generation X book written by Leah Williams, which let me tell you something. I think Generation X and Leah Williams will be absolutely perfect. That we're going to also have a Astonishing Iceman book with Steve Orlando writing and Sarah Pichelli. I don't I don't know if Steve Orlando is going to be returning. Again, like I said, my source was like the editorial is going to be cleaning house. You know, same with Leah Williams. Leah Williams and, and, and Generation X seems too good to be true. And I think generation, and I think Leah Williams, there are some flaws in her writing that I have never really quite landed with me. But Exterminators was such a fun book. If she can channel that energy into a Generation X book and sprinkle in some of what she did with X Factor, I will be so happy with that. So a couple of com common denominators with the rumors out there is that Miss Marvel will have a title, that Uncanny X-Men is returning, and that Magic is a major player as a big bad, and that the question mark is on Magneto, how he's going to be returning, and that Rob Liefeld is going to be returning to the X-Book. So, you know, that's something that everyone seems to be talking about. You know, if there's smoke, is there fire kind of deal here? I don't know. Those are some common denominators. But let's just see how everything unfolds with the X-Men in 2024. But I think you should expect the X-Men to go back to the mansion and have more of a traditional approach to their team's storytelling. So, Familia, what do you think? Do you, what do you want to see out of the X-Men 2024? Again, these are just rumors. We're just breaking down rumors. Tell us in the comments below what you want. And we'll see you guys later.